welcome to Talking Pictures. Uh, uh, I appreciate your time. And, and this is a real kind of interesting way of doing uh, interviews. Because usually, you know, when I do interviews, I'm in the same room. But uh, uh, it, it can get cozy. Yes, absolutely. No, thank you very <laughs> much. Thank you. Well, I want to get right into it because Streetlight Harmonies is one of those documentaries that you can't stop talking about. Uh, because every, every page of this documentary is a memory. And I'm a child of the 50s, you know, and, and 60s, and the music just brings me right back to those moments. So thank you. Oh, absolutely. No, thank you. And I, that, was, that was really the idea, I think, was to just to have, uh, to bring that music to life. It's such great music, and it's, it's, such, uh, it's so uplifting. Um, it definitely reminds you of a different time and a different era. And that was one of our goals, was just to bring that music to life. And you, you highlight such great, great groups. I mean, the Crystals and uh, uh, which, you know, He Kissed Me is like an iconic song. I mean, it's used in a lot of movies. Um, what was it like for you to meet some of these heroes of doo-wop? Oh, it was fantastic. It was, um, you know, we initially had a, a pretty tough time running people down. Um, we had a really hard time finding some of, particularly some of the older ones. They don't use social media, you know, they don't have email and, uh, most of them aren't performing or touring anymore, so we had a tough time finding them. Um, and then once we found them, uh, we found that, um, and I've got to give all my credit to our, our producer, Teresa, Teresa Page. She was just like a hound dog trying to find all of these, because we wanted to get as many as we could. We wanted to just see how many of these artists we could squeeze into the film, and, and she ran them all down. And um, uh, once we found them and, and got in touch with them, they were all a little bit skeptical. Um, <laughs> you know, like, who are you? What is this? Um, you know, as we talk about the film, they, you know, they've all had been taken advantage of uh, throughout their careers. And so, um, uh, so it was, they were always a little bit skeptical. But then, you know, once you meet them and once we do the interview and you get to know them and you gain their trust and then they speak to someone else and speak to another one in the interviews, then uh, one of the great satisfactions was actually becoming friends with, with these artists. So for me, it was amazing, yeah, to meet these guys and hear their stories and to just sit back and listen was a real, real treat. For me as well, because I, you know, I do a lot of showbiz type, type interviews, but when I talk to musicians, it's almost a different type of, of interview because you're talking about their very souls, you know, especially with lyricists, putting that out there uh, constantly. Uh, it, it's, it's kind of unrewarding in a way for a lot of them because they hear their music, but they're seldom really paid and, and, and they haven't recouped anything. Very much, very, very much. And I think yeah, there's something about, uh, you know, musicians. I think, you know, music is just one of those things where, you know, it's a, it's a, it goes straight to the heart. You know, it doesn't, uh, it just skips the brain and yeah. it goes straight to the heart. And um, I think uh, that's one of those things that I think that, that all these musicians shared is they still felt that all these years later. Um, they were still very proud of their music, which um, made me feel good, you know, to know they still felt that way. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, uh, there's something about it. Do you feel that there's a resurgence of doo-wop music? Uh, are, are we at the cusp of a resurgence? 
You know, I, I'd like to think so. I, I'd like, you know, the, the, there's groups like the Pentatonics and there's these shows and you, you know, you, um, the continuation of the boy bands that, you know, we continue to hear, you know, the K-pop and things like that. So I don't know if it's necessarily a resurgence as it is, it's, um, you know, it, it's just still prevalent. Uh, and that's kind of, I think, one of the things we wanted to try to talk about in the doc is that it's, it's kind of always there. Um, uh, now, this particular music may come back in films, it may come back in commercials, um, which is actually something that we did with the film, we were very conscious of. You know, we wanted to make sure that um, uh, the songs that we picked were songs that maybe you thought you knew, um, or songs that you've heard somewhere that were just kind of floating out there in the ether, but you weren't really sure where, but you already knew them somehow, and now you, you paid a little more attention to that song and or you um you gave that song a little bit more respect a little bit more credibility uh, you know i have friends like alice cooper and and uh, motley crew you know tommy lee they use those rhythms in in their music i mean they they borrow heavily from the 50s and 60s absolutely absolutely i mean I, it's it's you know it's it's one of those things where i think that uh you know we're you know, there's nothing original <laughs> you know everybody is borrowing from somebody and uh you know these these the, you know these doo-wop guys they were borrowing quite a bit from gospel um and and really early r and b and so it uh which i think is what one of those things where i think it's why music is so uh ingrained in our souls is that it's you know it's always there uh, it's something that actually never goes away I once heard uh, music is memory, just mm. that simple. That's ah, that's a lovely sentiment. Yeah, music is memory. That's a great, great sentiment. <laughs> now you spent a lot of time with Brian Wilson recently on another documentary. Yes, yes. Uh, about the Beach Boys and about his his genius. I mean, literally, wow. You know, just to spend any time with Brian Wilson would be a classroom, a master class in lyrics. Yeah. No, Brian is. Um, Brian's next level. There's no doubt about it. Um, I, uh, the Brian Wilson doc is called Brian Wilson Long Promise Road, and uh, hopefully will be out uh, sometime by the end of the year. We were supposed to premiere last week at the Tribeca Film Festival, um, and um, it came. That project came out of interviewing Brian for uh, Streetlight Harmonies. Uh, we got to know Brian's management and uh, became friends with them, and proposed a documentary on Brian based on what we've done for Straight Line Harmonies. But yeah, I think Brian, he just, um, uh, his connection to his emotions is, I don't know, I think it's just, it's unparalleled. Uh, yeah. he, can, he can connect to a, a, a site, he can connect to a memory um, at, uh, that's, that's next level, I think. And I think that's part of his genius. Yeah, and it is part of, uh, he's a very charming individual. I had the opportunity of meeting him once and and just a, an incredibly funny, self-deprecating human being, uh, you know, and he talked lovingly about the, those days and and, uh, and in hearing, like he gets into an elevator and he gets a little miffed because, you know, they're playing Beach Boys music in an elevator and it, he says that shouldn't be, that should always be on the beach. We should always hear that near P.O.P. or something. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> but getting back to Streetlight Harmonies, though, do you have a favorite moment in the film? Is there a, a revelation that you love in this movie? 
Um, Revelation, a favorite moment. That is a great question. Um, as far as a, a favorite moment, I really love the ending. Um, I love, I'm very proud of the ending. Um, uh, just the, the vibe that was created between Straight No Chaser, you know, these young vocal harmony groups, um, and Charlie Thomas, the Drifter, Vito Pacone of the Elegance, and then Lala Brooks, uh, the Crystals all singing Stand By Me, and they're in the room together, and they're telling stories. I, that's probably my favorite moment. But I think the revelation is, I think no matter how much you read about or see um, uh, people talking about racial discrimination, when you're with someone and they tell you, you know, you're sitting across from them, you're a few feet away interviewing them, and, and someone tells you, you know, you know, I was scared for my life, or, you know, I wasn't able to sing to the white audience. I had to turn around and sing to a wall. Um, and you see that hurt in their face. Um, it's different. It's real. Uh, it's just much more real than if you were watching it on the news or if you were reading about it in a book. And so I think that was the, one of the bigger revelations for me. You know, on a, on, a, on a note like that, I think I think all revolution, you, you get it in music first. You hear the anarchy, you hear the change in music, and then musicians come together and they sing together, black, white, whatever, and things begin to change. A hundred percent, 100 percent. It is the harbinger for all change. Um, it always has been, I think it always will be. Um, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's art, it's, it's poetry, um, but it's, it comes from a very raw source and it's, you know, particularly with popular music, I think it's, you know, it's so much more accessible. And I think, yeah, it's always going to be the harbinger of change. Who are your favorite groups when you were growing up? Uh, you know, I grew up, uh, uh, you know, in a time I was very fortunate where we didn't have Disney radio, we didn't have, you know, iPods and all that. So you were forced to listen to your, you know, your parents' music. And that's how I, I <laughs> love this music. And uh, I loved uh, growing up as a teenager. I loved American Graffiti and Stand By Me, you know, those films that had, you know. American songs. Hot Wax. Yes, yes, absolutely. They just would feature these songs. And so I loved the Drifters growing up as a kid. Um, loved the, the, the Crystals. Uh, you know, the Supremes, it, uh, but my, my favorite doo-wop song is the song that, uh, that opens the film, which is Come Go With Me by the Del Vitals. Again, iconic. I, I, I one time had the privilege of talking with the comedian Robert Klein, who, who's a street singer. Oh, is that you right? Know, he came up singing four-part harmony in the streets of New York, um, and he said there was never a better musical education when you get your buddies together and sing under a streetlight. Uh, exactly where that title comes from. Oh, fantastic. I didn't know that about Robert. That's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, Brent, it's, a, it's an honor and a pleasure to talk to you. I want to talk to you when, uh, when the, uh, the, the Brian Wilson uh, uh, is released, the documentary on Brian Wilson. Absolutely. It'll be our pleasure. It'll be our, our pleasure. Thank you so much for, for having me on and for, uh, for helping us with uh, getting, getting the word out about, uh, about these amazing artists. Yeah, it's available on uh, Amazon Prime. Make it a dance party, my gosh. <laughs> I like that. That's it. Brent, thank you so much. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it.